All right, legends, welcome along to another episode of Hellmouth Hotline. I'm your host, Rodney Stewart, and we're getting into some more of Buffy the Vampire Slayer in this episode. This is the season three, uh, episode 10, called Amends. Absolutely fantastic little episode. There's not much happens, really. That's a fantastic episode. That There's just... It's a very, very simple story. Let's just put it that way. It is Christmas time. It's the, one of the Christmas episodes. And uh, Angel's haunted with dreams. Haunted? Haunted. He's haunted by these dreams of the past. And, you know, people that he murdered as Angelus. And, you know, visions of the past victims, including Jenny Callender, of course, appears to him. And, uh, you know, we start to see... Starts off in the flashback style, but uh, we soon discover that these are actually dreams that angels have, and and uh, yes, it's uh, past murders of Angelus, and uh, you know, you keep seeing him waking up from these nightmares, and just the the guilt is heading big time onto him now. Let me just check who directed this episode because um, directed by Josh Whedon. I'm actually surprised at that. Uh, this is almost an episode you would expect uh, David Greenwald to have penned and directed because it's very much uh, setting more of the Angel's backstory up. In a way, and of course, David Greenwald was the, the guy that took, if memory serves, 100%. He's the one that helmed uh, the spin off series Angel. But uh, it does, it says here, Josh, we didn't direct this here, but well, now that I've said it, it does make sense because the, the villain in this episode actually returns later on, way down the line, if memory serves. Um, in the episode Buffy she starts getting dragged into his memory nightmares essentially and she's experiencing Angel's dreams and uh, in one of the dreams uh, Angelus in the dream is shocked after killing one of his victims to see Buffy standing there so you know Angel's reliving Angelus's past but it's almost like in the present form as well and of course they have this connection and she starts to see the dreams that he's having and she brings the whole thing to uh, Giles to ask Giles for help but in saying that uh, when she does get there uh, Giles already knows kind of what's happening because Angel paid a visit to him which is the first time that he's kind of been face to face on a one on one with Giles since his resurrection and escape from hell and uh, yes it's 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 a great great acted episode that sequence in particular was very good because the what's going on here is there is um, the first evil is essentially the what's tormenting Angel right here um, 
And again, we're not going to go too deep into what the first evil is, but uh, essentially, it's it's something that predates everything else. It's what's it describes itself at one point as I'm the thing that all evil fears. I'm the first, more or less, and that's like a an entity that Buffy can't fight. It's uh, more of an idea than anything else. But uh, there is these priests uh, that are doing its bidding and they're head out underneath Sunnydale and eventually Buffy tracks them down and uh, takes them out. But the, the evil itself is something that she can't fight, physically fight, but uh that we don't even get an ending to the the first evil in this episode because that's not what they're going for here. What it is trying to do is torment Angel to the point where it's trying to get him to believe that the first evil was what brought him back. Now, um, it's been so long since I watched the series and a little bit rusty and the details of it um, I can't recall if there's anything in this series that actually gives you a definitive how or why Angel Returns other than what you get in the, the spin-off series of Angel you've got the powers that be that are pulling the strings but uh, that's kind of vague in that series um, Buffy Giles, they figure out that the first evil has been driving Angel insane. Uh, it's trying to get him to kill Buffy, uh, feed on her, uh, you know, have his way with her, perhaps become angels again and kill her. Um, Buffy finds the bringers and she pummels him. And after the first appears to her, informing her that she cannot possibly fight it and the angel is about to be destroyed, you know, he's. At one point, he goes to Buffy's house uh, to confront her, to do the, the bidding of this thing. I just jumped from a point I was going to make about the uh, interaction between Angel and Giles in this episode. Very well done, because this... The first evil is appearing to Angel using all these familiar faces. Uh, Miss Calder being one of them. Uh, when Angel comes to talk to Giles, Giles invites him in only after getting hold of a crossbow so he can defend himself. He does not trust Angel as far as he can throw him, but Giles is Giles. He's going to listen to anybody that needs help. And Angel's trying to describe what's happening. He's having these dreams that seem so vivid, and it's almost like I'm reliving everything. I need to know why I'm back. I should be, and he admits it himself, that he should be in a hell dimension, suffering eternally, but I'm not. You know, I was released, I don't understand why. And uh, Giles is just like, you know, I, I can't argue with you there, you really should be in the hell dimension, suffering, because uh, Hammond Musk Calendar wore an item. Angel, of course, killed her, and jealous. Of course, killed her in season two and tormented Giles. But when they're having this conversation, again, no one can see what the first evil is showing Angel other than Angel. 
So at one point, Giles steps to one side and the first evil is in the room as Miss Calendar. And it doesn't speak. It just is there to taunt Angel and you know he's freaking out and he's like, you can't see her. And Giles is looking around and he's like, who? More or less. And like, uh, Miss Calendar just kind of moves across the room and uh, chases Angel out essentially. He turns heel and runs. It's a very, very well acted episode. Not sure about the ending, but we'll get there. And of course, um, yes, Buffy having confronted the the first evil, and you know, been told that you can't fight me. You know, I'm I'm uh, I'm the thing at all evil evil fears, little girl. You cannot fight me. You can't defeat me. Blah 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 blah. Angel's gonna be dead by the morning. He when he went to possibly bite Buffy and do whatever the first evil was trying to get him to do to her he as good said won out and he ran away and he goes back to the mansion and the first evil is there as Miss Calendar again and giving Angel death you know you're not a fighter why start fighting now you know do what you're told sort of thing and Angel's like I will never Hurt her, and uh, the first evil is like, you know, this is what you were born for. You know, still trying to convince him that the first evil is the one that resurrected him, and the reason that he was even born became angelus in the first place was all to become to this moment to kill Buffy. And uh, he's like, I'm never going to do it. And the first evil is like, you haven't got the strength to kill yourself, and Angel's like, you know, I don't need. To be strong to do it. I just need the sunlight. And he goes up on to a high peak in Sunnydale overlooking the town. And stands there waiting for the sun to rise. So, uh, yes. Buffy, after finding out from the first evil that he's going to be dead by sunrise. She runs to the mansion to stop him. Uh, Buffy... At the house, at Buffy's house, uh, Fifth is there to keep an eye on Joyce. You know, there's a whole thing with Christmas, of course, and uh, Buffy and Fifth aren't really in the best of terms and whatnot, and Joyce kind of gets the two of them together, and uh, Buffy invites her to come for Christmas. And she turns her down saying that she's got a party to go to. And, uh, you know, later on in the episode, of course, she turns up at the door with a couple of gifts. And there's a whole nice little moment there where they, they come in and, you know, have Christmas dinner with us and whatnot. And this is all around the time where Angel appears in the house and Buffy figures out that he's almost over the edge. So, uh, Fifth is left there to watch Joyce. Buffy finds Angel top of the hall behind the mansion. He's waiting sun waiting the sunrise. Um however the heat wave <laughs> from which Sunnydale has been suffering abruptly ends and the first few flakes of snow start to fall. Which Angel takes as a sign he was brought back for a purpose. Uh, there's a weather report on a TV and a store and the guy saying 
uh, the weather reporter, he's saying, you know, there's, if you're in sunny deal, don't be expecting to see the sunlight today. That is not a great review of this episode whatsoever. That sequence at the end of it where Buffy is trying to talk Angel around is great. It's phenomenally good writing uh, where they actually, at one point, they don't fight, but uh, she slaps him. Um, he knocks her over and then he gets down, grabs her by the arms and starts fretting her and whatnot. And, and you know, he's, he's like, am I worth saving? Am I a righteous man? And it's, it builds to a point where, and I've got no problems in saying this and watching shows they got there. If there's something emotional, that's going to get me. I am the sort of person that, do you remember the old... I don't know if these advertisements ever went out anywhere else other than the UK, but there was a, when the smartphones were first coming out, there was a, there was a car phone warehouse or something they got there that was advertising new phones, but the, they were using like an, an animated, like 3210 or 3310, whatever it is. It was like a little animated character, and on the screen was like a little face and there was two arms and a leg on it and this thing was like you know the smartphones were out and this phone was no longer wanted and it was kind of turned out and it was walking around all sad for itself I followed up at those advertisements I felt so sorry for that little phone so whenever something like this comes along and this you know confrontation between Buffy and Angel happens at the end of the episode there is a moment there where it will drag a few tears out of you. Um, so to say, I was bawling my eyes out, but I was just like, that's good. Uh, um, what else is happening in the episode? Oz and Willow get back together, try and give the relationship another chance. Cordelia clears off. Uh, she's not forgiven. She resumes her previous hostility towards her own. And she's disappearing off on a skiing trip for Christmas. And uh, Xander is uh, intending to, you know, sleep out on a, every year. He decides to camp out in his backyard. And this is like a tradition thing. And uh, he says he likes to get in touch with nature and whatnot. But uh, Cordelia kind of blows a whistle on him saying no, I thought you were just trying to get away from your family's drunken Christmas arguments um, so there's a lot of hostility between those two but uh, Oz and Willow decided to try and get things an hour ago in this episode she actually offers her, offers her body to him in the episode but he turns her down saying you know I would like it to happen but uh, if it does happen I want it to happen because we both need it to happen for the same reason. So there's a lot of good stuff happening in this episode. You know, some well-written stuff. But that ending to it, I completely understand why they've done it. But uh, I don't know. Well, I suppose, you know, it's the higher powers stepping in. Angels, at the end of the episode, he's minutes away from sunrise. It's too late to get back in. To 
uh, get cover from the sunlight and the only way that he's going to survive this episode is if a higher power steps in. So, you know, Sunnydale, which is famous for it always been sunny, essentially. Uh, a freak snowstorm pops up out of nowhere on Christmas Day to block out the sunlight to save Angel from destruction and the final sequence of seeing the episode is Angel and Buffy walking hand in hand down the street through the snow and he's more calm and collected and he's past whatever was going on with the first evil but um, again as memory serves I'm I'm not sure at this point 100% what happens with the, the first evil in this season. I'm pretty sure it comes back in a later season. <coughs> but at this point, it's been probably... Oh, God, it's been years since I actually watched the shows properly. And on the original run of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, I watched it religiously through seasons one and two. Kind of slipped off in season three. And... You know, kind of just bounced every once in a while. I would bounce into an episode here and there, and the seasons that came after it. But um, I think, and like one hundred percent, I think I've watched uh, all the seasons one hundred percent. I think I've actually just watched them the one time. So uh, there's a lot of stuff that's popping up in these episodes that uh, I don't really remember. But, you know, that's why we're doing this podcast, so we can enjoy it together. Let me see what else we've got here. I'm just looking up online some of the stuff that's on here about the episode. and um, There's a thing here on uh, Wikipedia, uh, Human Sinful Nature, it's called. According to Susanna Clements, the episode provides a rich perceptive exploration of humanity's sinful nature. Humans are not only uh, not strong enough to fight evil in general, but are also not able to fight their own sinful nature. The good can be done is not enough, and it cannot be done all the time. The first evil sends Angel back from hell to kill Buffy. That's not... um, 100% 100% confirmed that's what they say in this episode but you know as Buffy says at one point in the episode okay like a, a freak evil force here is going to take credit for bringing you back and you're just going to fall for it sort of thing um, as Angel has a soul he is struggling with his evil nature the first evil is something that Buffy isn't able to fight off or kill Angel's convinced by the first evil that either he has to either kill Buffy or himself. There is no way for humans to fight this purest form of evil. Angel realises that, even though Buffy tries to save him, she tells him that there is weakness in everyone. Truth. But everyone has the power to do real good and to make real amends. Angel replies that it is not the demon that needs to be killed, but the man. The evil's too strong, and it cannot fought alone so within the series uh, salvation comes without 
of humanity. The sun in which Angel tries to kill himself cannot be seen for the whole of the day. Angel's saved. Um, yeah. Um, again, I'm not 100% sure about that there. They're talking about reception here. A reviewer for the BBC praised the writing, acting and directing of Buffy's Rescue of Angel. Very, very good, as it did say. That sequence has phenomenally acted. Brought a tear to me. But uh, this reviewer criticised the end where the sunshine is hidden by falling snow. Yeah, again, it's a bit of a cheesy end to it, but it's, it, it makes... 100% sense whenever you're watching the episode. Um, um, I think that's pretty much it for what we've got here in the the show, or the notes that I've pulled up for the show. Um, yeah, I really wanted to try and give you a better episode than what you're actually getting here. It's been a while since I've recorded a podcast properly. I didn't get much research done on this episode. I just watched it quickly this evening, but I'm trying to get back into the upload schedule that I've set for myself. It's crazy. It's freaky. I don't know if I can keep up with it at all. I've fallen off it so many times. But it is what it is. We'll, we'll get as much done as we can, when we can. So uh, this is, you know, you may go a week, two weeks, three weeks without an episode, and then you maybe get 50 in the one week. You never know. But uh, I really am intending to hit the podcast hard right here. Um, and saying that there, this is not the only podcast that uh, Coins Age Media is running. We've also got a science fiction podcast called Skim Me Up Body, which is essentially... A Star Trek podcast at this point, but uh, I'm looking at it more as a science fiction podcast. And we're not just going to be hitting Star Trek, we're going to be hitting a heck of a lot of our stuff on there as well. So if you're interested in that sort of stuff, jump over, check out Scheme Me Up Body. Of course, we have the the Hairs, Rotters, Vlogs and Reviews podcast, which is essentially audio that is stripped out of the review channel on YouTube. And anything that works audibly from the vlog channel will also end up on that podcast as well. So you're going to get everything and anything from motivation to reviews on, I don't know, Transformers and stupid stuff they got there. Um, yeah, I want to get into content creation in a big bad way at the minute. I've slept so badly over the last couple of months. So that's going to do it, guys. Hope you enjoyed the episode and I'll talk to you in the next one. This has been a production of Coins Age Media. Thank you so much for listening.